Do the Coat Millet still bind their blades to a singular cause? If the cause is judged worthy. Uh, no. Thank you, Elnor. Elnor? You feel shame seeing Elnor. I always imagined that you had found a suitable place for him. So many things we imagined back then never came to be. Yeah, but it's not just Elnor. It's everything here. The poverty, the degradation, the ethnic strife. When I left here, there was none because of this. you could not save everyone. You chose to save no one. Yes. I allowed the perfect to become the enemy of the good. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we meander through some thinly written backstory as we gain two new crew members on our continuing journey through Star Trek Picard. It's season one, episode four, Absolute Candor. But first, he's the jealous cutthroat sister to my mysterious synthetic love interest. It's James. How are you doing, James? Why is this incestual between us? I didn't say it was ancestral. I just said you were a cutthroat sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you meant. So do our listeners who watch Picard. They know. <laughs> now it's going to get incestual. And he's the pointy-eared boy in the middle of the love triangle. It's Rob. How you doing, Rob? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I got less of a dick in my mouth this week. Oh, that's good. The yeah. chlamydia has cleared up. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're sounding good. How's I'm everybody's sounding better. Weekend? I'm sounding better. Now, mine's uh, been uh, fantastic. How was the penicillin, Rob? Uh, yeah, it's doing all right. Um, I wish I could get rid of the cough. My uh, sternum Look, hurts. the penicillin can only do so much, man. You had a lot of chlamydia. I did. It was man. all in the upper respiratory area. I don't know how it got there, but that's where it was. The penicillin's yep, yep. working. Just let it run its course, man. Yeah, give it time. Give it time. The cough will go away in time, unless you yeah, it will. keep drinking dicks, in which case you're going to have to keep taking penicillin, and you may have a perpetual cough. You know, if you would just go get that shit taken care of, Jason, I wouldn't have to keep taking penicillin. I think they call it the lounge lizard cough. <laughs> or lot lizard. I don't know. What do they call prostitutes at truck stops? I don't know. I don't uh, know. Lot lizards? Don't, ask Jason. No, I'm not a prostitute. I am a, I don't know what you would call me. <laughs> but it's not a, a purveyor of hand jobs. Yes, I, don't I'm a, I am a, 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 a manual tweaking bus station technician. <laughs> manual tweaking bus station technician. Rob, That's what I've come up with a, on the fly. Rob, you got any uh, news for us this week? <laughs> Um, Jason's like, get the fuck off this topic right now. <laughs> Let's do this. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Picard episode four came out this week. Did it really? They keep releasing it these did. things. They I do. guess it's doing guys, okay. Yeah, you guys should watch it. I hate you so much. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. All right. So. Uh, in case anybody was curious and wanted to learn Captain's Kirk Karate Chop, um, 
there is a new book out called Star Trek Kirk Fu Manual. Oh my God. Does it go over the clench your fists together with your fingers interwoven and beat somebody with them? That's called a double axe handle, sir. A double (laughs) axe handle. Okay. Well, first of all, you're going to crush your fucking fingers if you actually try that. Look, look, man. Okay. It is a time-tested wrestling maneuver. I'm sure he learned (laughs) it from such superstars as Jimmy Superfly Snooka, uh, uh, Tugboat, Earthquake, (laughs) Macho Man, Randy Savage, Lex Luger, and, uh, of course, the infamous Hulk Hogan. I stand corrected. Okay. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, so it's got a lot of little things in there. Um, all the um, fighting moves that Kirk used. Uh, you can get it in March of 2020. Wait, what's uh, what, what's it called one more time? It is called Star Trek Kirk Fu Manual, a guide to Starfleet's most feared martial art. Thanks. Got it. Uh, I'm going to pre-order this right now. Amazon uh, 1349. <laughs> yeah, got it. Thanks. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Next thing. So the um, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Did they really need well. this fucking subtitle for that movie? They, well, they well, took it out. Well, uh, te- technically they don't. Now it's called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey because they only made um, $33 million in the opening weekend. Um, so they renamed it. Yeah, who here was actually interested in this movie other than watching Margot Robbie run around in short shorts. Oh no, that was the only reason I really wanted to see it. And I will still see it when it comes out on DVD just to see her run around in short shorts. Right. Yep. From what I heard, I haven't seen the movie. I have literally probably zero desire to see the movie, but every desire to see Margot Robbie run around in short shorts. Uh, From what I've heard, this movie is quote unquote woke uh, at every turn, uh, and it paints men, every man, in a bad light. Uh, this just is what I heard. I heard from uh, Tim Pool. If you're familiar with him, he did a whole thing on it. Um, no, who's, like, who's nope. Tim Pool? Tim Pool is a uh, a left wing guy who was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Like he, you worked with Joe Rogan. Now he does his own stuff, and he's he, like he puts stuff out constantly. Like it's a he, it's like a constant deluge from Tim Pool now every day, all day. Uh, and this was one of the things that he put out. Like I, I did, I don't personally follow him because, like I said, he's he's a little more on the left. Although, <laughs> like he just kind of lets everybody have it from time to time, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, including those on the left. And, and he's like, "This is a." He's like, "It's a piece of trash." He's like, "I went and saw it. I watched the thing. A, a buddy of mine sent it to me. Uh, a YouTube clip. It's like 15, 20 minutes long." And he's like, "It's a piece of trash. It is a woke piece of trash. It that's all they do is bash men." He's like, "It is not worth." the time or money to go see it. Okay. I just didn't want to go see it because the premise looked dumb. And that first promotional poster that they released looked absolutely stupid. I hated that fucking thing. I think when you, when you do something like this, I mean, they're, they're rebooting for all intents and purposes, they're rebooting suicide squad, right? Yeah. So I think they just wanted to try to cash in on the Harley Quinn, um, Bad, I guess I like. I, I think she's a great character that was introduced in the animated series in the '90s. 
I liked the character. I liked the backstory. Mm -hmm. I didn't care for what they did with her or the movie in general, uh, Suicide Squad. Um, but it just didn't grab me. Like it's supposed to be a Birds of Prey movie, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know who the Birds of Prey are? Fuck no. Right. Only because I watched the TV else. show. <laughs> okay. But neither does anybody 90s, else. Like if you want to make a if you want to make a Harley Quinn movie, then make a Harley Quinn movie. If you want to make a Birds of Prey movie, then make a Birds of Prey movie. But you can't like kind of just start lumping shit in together. Hey, it's Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Was what? she not in the original Birds of Prey? I don't know anything about the no. Birds of Prey, which is one of the reasons no. I had no desire to see the movie. Now, I'll tell you what I do want to see, and that is uh, the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon on the DC Network. Have you guys seen like the the previews for that, like the little clip that they the, the clips that they run? I see them all the time on Facebook. No, are they going to make her into a, a hero character? Because Harley Quinn oh, was no, not no. a fucking hero. <laughs> no, they do not. No, no, she is not a hero uh, character whatsoever. She's trying to get in. She breaks up with Joker. She's hanging out with Poison Ivy. They swear like sailors in this cartoon. Spoiler. Uh, it's very adult oriented. Um, she tells Batman that he's batshit crazy, but they both look fucking great in spandex. Okay. That <laughs> I'm interested. I in. would watch. Yeah, that I would absolutely watch. And so I've thought about several times getting the DC uh, network, uh, which is gravely overpriced. Just to to binge watch uh, the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon because that's fantastic. In fact, there uh, there I've only seen the edited versions, uh, but there is a uh, I don't remember his name. Short dude, uh, he's psychic. He calls Wonder Woman the c word. Oh, <laughs> does she hand yeah. him his ass for that? Everybody stops their jaws drop, including <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> and Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are watching it on TV. And she goes, maybe somebody should have told him not to use that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's very irreverent. It is a fresh take on, on DC superheroes and, and supervillains. I think it looks fantastic. I'm more interested in that than I am watching uh, Margot Robbie play with a hyena. Right. What else you got, Rob? Um, Mick, Mick, Rick Moranis is returning for another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. I saw that. I'm actually looking forward to this. This is like his yep. first foray back into film in how long? Yep. Uh, since like the 90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 97, I think, was the last time he was out. Yeah, he like retired from acting. He did. His, yeah, his, his wife, wife died. His wife, wife passed away, and he retired to raise his kids. Yep. Good yeah. on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he is coming back. Uh, the movie is called Shrunk, just straight up Shrunk, um, and it'll be debuting on Disney+. Plus. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I, I liked the Honey, oh, I I'm Shrunk sorry. the Kids I'm sorry. Movies. No, it'll be in the theater as opposed to Disney+. Plus. Ah. I misread that. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, cool. back when I was a kid, I liked those movies. They were fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's more sci-fi than 112263. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely 100%. true. 100%. Yeah. There's no shrink, war, uh, shrink ray in 112263. There's a closet. Yeah. And there's some historical stuff that goes on. Uh, but other than that, there's not really anything. Rick Moran is one of the greatest actors, uh, comedic actors ever. 
uh, Little Shop of Horrors, Ghostbusters, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids series. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. Uh, I felt bad. Spaceballs. Oh yeah. my God. Who could forget fucking Spaceballs? And he I started on, what was it, the, the CCTV? Oh, with, was that where the takeoff yeah, was? Yeah, Dave hey. Thomas. Yeah. 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 Canadians. <laughs> fucking Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm excited to see him come back. I, it was very sad that his wife passed away. I respected his decision to step away from such a lucrative career to spend time with his kids. Uh, I like it when when uh, celebrities, movie stars are more down to earth and kind of not, hot, you know, their head in the sky and their shit doesn't stink. Rick Moranis gets it. There are things that are more important than making movies. and So good on him. I'm glad to see him coming back now that his kids are uh, old enough and out of the house and uh, it'll be uh, fun to see him come back. Uh, now all I want is a Spaceballs 2. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> I don't know that there's a lot of story left in Spaceballs, but okay. I want it. I don't care what the story is. I just want Spaceballs 2. It's got to be better than uh, uh, Star Wars and probably 11-22-63. Well, it sounds like Shrunk is a, a movie we'll have to review whenever it comes out in theaters. So I'm down with that. What else you got, Rob? Uh, I got one last thing, um, and this is just for uh, James. Oh, um, good. The Ministry of Defense over in the UK is uh, going to release a massive treasure trove of UFO yes. documents to the public in 2020. Yes. Oh, do I have so much to say about this that Jason will cut from this podcast? No, just save it. Damn it. All the governments are starting to come out and let like let this stuff out. All of them, even the navies, like yeah, okay, yeah, we there's shit we can't figure out. Yeah, we can't figure out being the operative term there. I, look, it doesn't I'm mean aliens. Saying, UFO does look, not mean aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Right? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But it's aliens. Uh huh. I got you. It's, as long as it's we're all not on the same aliens. page. It's aliens. It's it is aliens. aliens. It's not aliens. 100%. 100%. It's aliens. There's no way we're alone in the universe. There's no way. I'm not Zero. saying we're alone in the universe. I'm saying that there aren't aliens who visit Earth. I think they do on a daily basis. And one of them podcasts with us. <laughs> um, we, we've already we've already established that it's uh, the aliens are humans that are time travelers. Oh, for fuck's sake! Wow, Who's ready for a pod accurate. crawl? Jesus Christ! Let's do it. We can call it. I don't know. Say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Fourteen years ago, Picard romanced the Stone Starfleet style and helped set up a Romulan settlement on Vashti. <laughs> there, he befriended a group of warrior nuns who are looking after and training the littlest ninja, Elna. On his last visit to the planet, JL gets the message that Mars is burning and everything is fucked. Fast forward to the present and Jurati is bugging the shit out of Rios who is reading existential philosophy and seems to want to start calling him daddy. Meanwhile, the emergency hospitality hologram, which begs the question of how many hospitality emergencies it takes before one develops a hologram to take care of them, is setting Picard up with a recreation of his study back on Earth using the ship's holodeck. Rafi barges in during the test run to scold Picard about taking a detour to Vashti. He explains that he needs the help of the Sisters of Perpetual Ass Kicking to accomplish his mission. 
An impromptu <laughs> ship's meeting ensues when Rios and Jurati join the conversation where we get some exposition on the current state of Vashti. It seems that the idyllic refuge has turned into a shithole thanks to the Federation pulling out from the rescue efforts. Less than savory factions have started using the place as a base for shady activities, and the populace is suffering from poverty and boredom. Picard revisits Vashti and gets a much different welcome from the one he received 14 years earlier. The chill in the air is all the more noticeable since the planet looks like it's never seen winter, and Picard makes his way to the Convent of Combat. There he learns that Elna never found a forever home, but was trained as a sister and has graduated with top honors. However, having a penis makes him ineligible to be a card-carrying member of the female fight club, but he would be a perfect bodyguard for Picard. Elna is a little pissed at being abandoned by his male role model at such a tender young age, and tells Picard he can fuck right off. Picard, having an awful mini vacay, decides to head back to the ship, but wants to stir up some shit during the layover. He heads to the Romulan-only watering hole and makes an ass of himself, then seems totally surprised when the local goon squad comes over to break him in two. Seeing the error of his ways, and seeing his imminent demise moments away, he tries to diplomacy talk his way out. But this is a new series, JL, a grittier, messier future than the clean and tidy Star Trek universe you are accustomed to in TNG, and the Romulan goon platoon is having none of that shit. They shove a sword in his hand, because suddenly swords are the go-to weapon of choice 400 years in the future, and he has a very brief duel with a former Romulan senator. Then Elna shows up, offers everyone a chance to chill the fuck out, and then proceeds to Ginzu his way through everyone. The few remaining goons realize they have guns, and rock beats scissors, and guns beat everything, but Picard and Elna beam back to the mermaid before they can fire. Picard scolds Elna for saving his life, and then a Romulan warbird starts shooting at them, because reasons. Rios does his pilot ship Mav, but needs a little help so he calls on his emergency pilot to help out. A white star from Babylon 5 comes to help out, and manages to distract the warbird, but gets shoved into a defensive shield and destroyed. Rios beams the pilot on board just in time, and it turns out to be seven of nine. Two more members of the crew obtained, La Sirena beats feet, and Rollo Yeah, there was some Narek and Soji soap opera sock skating and Romulan Cersei Lannister threatening her brother bullshit that didn't matter, credits. Jesus. Just kind of put that in there at the last minute. Well, it was fucking... Ex- it was... Yeah, it didn't fucking mean anything. And that's one of the things I want to talk about, but I don't want to start there because that's just going to put me in a pissed off mood. So... <laughs> hey, uh, just FYI, uh, it was 40 minutes long. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. Since you mentioned that, let's go ahead and just jump into that. I'll just get into a pissed off mood anyway. <laughs> Are the length of the episodes getting in the way of the storytelling? Because at this point, my theory is, yeah. I I think you're just expecting too much. Yeah, I'm going to go. Look, so I've thought a lot about this because I knew you were salty about this. It's a TV show on a network. Now, while you're paying for it, it's a premium network. They still have commercials. We pay extra, so we don't have the commercials. So it's an hour episode with commercials, just like it would be on network TV. Is that an issue? Yeah, yes. But is it getting in the way of storytelling? I don't know about that. So Hulu has original series. They also have commercials that they play on their non-premium tier. Their episodes are, you know, anywhere from 50 to an hour and 10 minutes long. I think if Hulu can do it, CBS can do it. CBS is not broadcasting these, so they don't have to cut for length or they don't have to cut for time. 
They don't have to have a 40 minute episode in order to cram in 20 minutes for fucking commercials on every episode. Why are they doing that on a streaming service? They can still have commercials and still have, you know, a 50 to a, a 70 minute episode. Well, I'm doing a little research on the fly here because I want to, I, I'd like this. No, it's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah, that, 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 that's accurate, Rob. Thank you. Dun, uh, I'm dun, 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 dun for him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I want to see. I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> what how what the episode length for Discovery is? Because I'm I'm almost sure. It, yeah, it's forty minutes, forty two minutes. It's the same episode. So this is this is established. This is what they've done for Discovery. This is what they're going to do for Picard. So it makes sense. Like you can bitch about it all you want, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I would like an hour episode, uh, a full hour of of content, and you can throw commercials in wherever you want and make those that that aren't paying the premium. Watch an hour and a half, hour and fifteen minutes, uh, but I don't. I don't think it's really getting into the way of the storyline. There's a lot that they've got to cram in in this first season. It, 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 we've already discussed. There's yeah. only going to be two or three seasons, probably, just because of uh, Patrick Stewart's age. Well, there's and, there's and the a lot they've got to cram in. They've only got what six more episodes to do it. Sure, just for this okay. season, right? You can get a so lot we'll, done in six episodes. Absolutely, you can, mm-hmm. and I think we've seen that in uh, in series like Game okay, of Thrones, so where they did it. Six episodes, we saw that in Discovery six episodes <laughs> at forty minutes apiece. That's two hundred and forty minutes. That can do some math. That's uh, th- they would be able to cram as much information as like the first three episodes, which was basically one fucking episode. So they've got about two episodes worth of of uh, time left to cram. I think a half we're a done. season's information. I think we're done picking up crew. I think we have the crew. So there's no more, there's really no more backstory to tell. It took four episodes for them to tell the backstory. This is what happened. This is where Picard was. This is where Picard was when this happened. This is where Picard was when this happened. This is what shaped Picard to become the man that he is now. Plus all the stuff that we know about Picard up to Nemesis. So it took four episodes to get us here. It has set the stage in four episodes so that they can start really deep diving into whatever it is they want to deep dive into it for the next six episodes. I don't see an issue. I don't see an issue at all. We talked about this. You you made a you made a claim about this episode. Do you still want to do you want to 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 say that claim? Uh, refresh my memory. I make a lot of claims and I can't keep them all in my head. So <laughs> that, that this is the weakest episode today. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, I still I stand know, by I, that. I, I don't know if that's accurate. No, it it did little to nothing to fucking move the ball forward. Yeah, and sure it did. You got two. You got two of the uh, crew members. You have, you have two. You got. Crew they members. spent an entire fucking episode to pick up one crewman, and the other one just fucking showed up at the end of the goddamn episode. I don't so think now she's gonna, gonna be a, a regular. I think she's here for this episode, maybe a couple of more, and then she's out. I she's might got be at wrong. least one more because you know she has to go pew pew in the uh yeah, yeah, uh, right house. And right, and she's pew pew with, with Picard on the holodeck. Or she's yeah, yeah. you know, she's on yeah, with so look, I <laughs> it spent a full episode. You're right, it was slow, it was plotting, it was 
it was <laughs> they could have they could have taken the 10 to 15 minutes that they spent on the fucking so generic uh cersei lannister bullshit who who yeah oh yeah other dodge so, Neric, and cersei oh, lannister bullshit gotcha and okay. use other that dodge. for more fucking story on on vashti and and some of the stuff that happened there i mean we get okay but here's the thing they the once again they have retconned what we know about Romulan culture that, and they've pretty much turned it on its head. And it kind of makes sense when you think about it. So Romulan culture is all about deception. It's all about subterfuge, even within the culture uh, on Romulus. It was always one of, you know, who's getting stabbed in the back next. And that was, that was the way the society was set up. These Kawat, whatever the fuck their name is, uh, the, these these warrior ninja Quat nuns. Lot. Just, just Qu- call Quat them Quat. Jedi. It's fine. <laughs> uh, they are all about up front, being up front, being very blunt, being, telling the truth. Yeah, they have no right? fucking that, social filter. Right. So they fly in the face of what we know and what have we have been taught about Romulan culture. They are this subsect that, that wants to uh, live the opposite of society of the society, and we have that in, here on Earth. We have those that reject uh, society in different ways, and they do the exact opposite. I mean, I could point mm. out the Amish. I could point out Anti-vaxxers. other religions, the, the, the monks. Uh, there's a whole litany. Of, what, what did you say? Anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Anti-vaxxers. Sure. Jesus wow. Christ. I was wondering if uh, I was going to trip you up at all. It no, almost I, didn't. It, it almost, almost yeah, didn't. it almost did. I almost just kept going, but I was like, wait, what the fuck did he say? Yeah. So we have that here. So it makes sense that you would have it in Romulan culture. So I'm okay with that. Plus, it gives nuance to a culture that we don't really know about. And we didn't, the most we ever got from uh, knowing about Romulan culture, we, we found out in Nemesis and we found out through Unification, the episodes Unification 1 uh, and Unification Part 2. Uh, and, and this all started with Balance of Terror, and there was great throwbacks in this episode to the original series episode, Balance of Terror. Sure. So I I have no issue with what they did. They were giving us a, a, a much-needed look at Romulan culture and the, the nuances of it, but also giving us how Picard was able to find uh, uh, allies in a culture that is notorious for turning Starfleet away. No, I get that. And I'm fine with what they did there, but they left it all hanging. I mean, so who the fuck are the Fenris Rangers? They could have taken the, the the other Dodge Neric bullshit, the, the, the sock skating, you know, stupid bullshit. Yeah, that was dumb. They could have taken that that out of the episode and told us more about the Fenris Rangers. Maybe actually showed the Fenris Rangers. That would have been kind of cool. I'm sure we'll get some of that a little bit later. But we don't yeah. have a lot of fucking time. That's my whole point. We got this is a serial fucking uh, series. This is a serial storytelling type series. There is not time like on an episodic series where you've got 20 fucking pretty much self-contained episodes so, just to show this kind of crap. But, but wait, but I'm wait, but... guessing... Ro- I'm guessing there's going to be plenty of time because the previews for next week... Picard dresses like a pirate. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you serious? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah no. Uh, and actually, one of them dresses like a pimp. 
Yeah, they go to Free yeah. Cloud, man, and apparently yeah, Free, Free Cloud, Cloud is all about the costumes. So yeah, Free Cloud's just the... a giant fucking masquerade ball, or yes, God yeah, damn no, it, no. why Halloween? It's a costume no. party all the time. <laughs> Do you know what a masquerade ball is? Yeah, really you, sure. That's where you have balls and you put. Masks have you ever seen on. Eyes Wide Shut? Okay. I know, right? That was the most disturbing movie I'd ever seen. Just asking. And this is the because guy with the extensive porn collection. Uh, look, <laughs> look, nobody wants to see Tom Cruise and at that point in time, his wife making a porn movie. Who was his wife porn. at that time? Nicole yeah, who was Kidman. It? Who was there it? you go. Okay. He Nicole said it. Nicole Kidman. Kidman. He said it. I know. Uh. <laughs> For somebody look, who look, doesn't I, like Eyes Wide Shut, you seem to be an expert on it. <laughs> Dude. I've seen it. Yeah, Many times. It. You sure have. <laughs> Studied oh. it extensively. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, for a while for a while there, I was out of I, I didn't I have was internet, manually so. tweaking things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's called a callback, Rob. In the business, we call that a callback. I yeah. was getting there, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, look. I don't disagree with anything you just said. I could have done without all of that Romulan bullshit because it's it it's really just ancillary. It's just to remind you, hey, we're there, we're still here. That's it. Now it, they she did give him uh, one week. She said you've got one week to fix this. Like either figure it out or I'm going to do it. Right. So I think that part was okay. The skating yeah. part was useless. I think that part, yeah. part could have stayed in. Yeah, that could have been that could have been the stinger at the end. Like that's right. how you end the show. Uh, but I think that they really missed an opportunity uh, to uh, end the show with all of this stuff goes on. Uh, Seven of nine comes in and saves them from the bird of prey and they beam her over and she faints. And then they, they wait, you know, she wakes up in the, uh, in the infirmary and then uh, the Romulan kid, what the fuck is his name? Elnor. Elnor. Elnor looks at Picard, or, or no, uh, what's her face? Uh, the doctor, who's definitely 100% a spy at this point, looks at him and says, well, what's the criteria? Well, you never told me what the criteria was for the, for the nuns to join your cause. And he looks at her and says, it has to be a, a hopeless cause. Right. Like, that's, they missed it. That's how that should have ended. It has to be a hopeless cause. And they didn't, they, like, they, they didn't. So... And then you have the stinger at the end, like reminding you, oh yeah, it's not just, you know, like this is, this is what's going to happen next week. So I, I, I don't disagree that there is a lot of superfluous bullshit, as I like to say in this episode, but I don't think it was all um, useless. No, I, I don't think it, was, think it was all useless. I think the, but like you said, there was superfluous bullshit in this episode and with as little time as they have to tell the story, they don't have that luxury. They don't have the luxury of throwing in cute little shit like that. They need to stay focused on the story. But what if the last two episodes are so action-packed that like, they know that what they can fit in? They know that they're going to basically end the story in three episodes, and then the last three episodes are just going to be like the exclamation point. Well, but that's shitty storytelling too because now you're fucking with all the pacing i mean you can't go from zero to 60 and then redline for three fucking episodes well it would obviously yeah, not can. redline <laughs> I mean, you you not seen Discovery? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. No, that's, I haven't because I don't the, watch shit shows. You should that's watch pretty much Discovery. the MO. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the MO for Discovery. It's a lot of slow and plotting, and then all of a sudden it amps itself up to sixty, and then it ends on a on a weird cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think this Can one. You call that I good? This one. I think the second season was really well. good. Yes. Yeah. I think this will end on a cliffhanger. I'm I don't sure think this it one will. will end on some sort of cliffhanger i mean they've oh, already yeah. got a season two scheduled so of course it's going to end on a cliffhanger. it'll end with other dodge waking up oh and realizing she's an android mm-hmm. that's uh maybe yeah i mean that's plausible we i can see that we won't find uh we won't find out where the uh you know maddox is or anything like that i think it'll get all the way up to there and uh other dodge will wake up and then it'll be like dun 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 Next next season on Picard. Um, and then I, I don't show. think there'll be a next season on Picard. I don't think they're going to spoil that yet. I think they're going to leave it way out in the open. I don't know. You know, they kind of did, did that with Discovery, though. You know, as soon as Discovery was over, they kind of, they already had like a, a teaser trailer that happened afterwards. Yeah. I mean, you they know might who, do something like that. You know who directed this episode, right? Jonathan, Jonathan Franks. Jonathan Franks. That's right. No, not Franks. Franks. It's Franks. Franks. Jonathan Franks, what the fuck is wrong with you? Look, what's wrong with me is I've got a dick in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> so things kind of meld together. I know it's it, I know it's Jonathan Frakes, but it came out sounding like Franks. Sure, it did. He's also directing the next episode. Yes, he, he is. is. He is. Which makes me think that Seven and Nine is only in for these two episodes. Possibly. I was surprised she, not I, to see him. I figured he would be in the episodes that he directed. I'm no. hoping next week. I'm I don't really think it'll be next, next week. week. I think it'll be the week after. You think? You think why he didn't want to do why, double duty? Why would Riker be on free cloud? Why wouldn't he be on free cloud? <laughs> I, I think you're like, you're asking the wrong question. <laughs> that, that is the right question. Why wouldn't he be on free cloud? Like, but okay, but then the William the, the, T. Riker fucks anything <laughs> that he can. Like I don't understand. Well, what no, the no, no, here. no, no. He is a married man now. He has changed his ways. Oh, and whatever. all the previews yeah. for the trailers yeah. and things. Yeah, um, he's on. He's in some sort of like um, uh, a farm retirement farm or something. Yeah, <laughs> retirement free cloud. Free cloud. Well, that's I that's where they know. take you. <laughs> they take you to a farm upstate whenever yeah. you get too old. <laughs> When you get too so old, you can run you in the pastures and yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. so that is could, awesome. You could die a happy old captain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, no, I because it looks like to me it looks like Free Cloud is is like a just a party city. Yeah, it's you know? it's Vegas in space. Uh-uh. that's Risa. Yeah. No, Risa is in space. It's on a. It's is on a Risa's the in space. <laughs> it's like adult sandals. It's like the pleasure planet. Right. It's like the swinger sandals. That's what <laughs> that's what rice is. <laughs> uh, well, like drinks are included with your stay. Yeah, it's it's all it's inclusive. All, it's all inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go to the bus station there for handies. No, you just you you make a call. You make a call, and the bus station comes to you. <laughs> that's right. No need for a bus station there. Just a mobile bus station. So when they showed Ramda in the episode, was she dead or alive? I I look. I watched this episode three different times, and I couldn't tell. Ramda. I thought they just had her in a stasis. I think. She, yeah, I'm gonna say she's just like 
knocked out, hyposprayed. Well, the way that other Dodge was, you know, tending her, it seemed like she was dead. No, but then Nerys referenced, you know, her. trying to kill herself. So, so, so I think, uh, not, not I think, but they did answer the question about, uh, um, well, they didn't answer it, but they they are trying to figure out what made these all these Romulans that went crazy were from one ship. So they're trying to figure out why why are these Romulans crazy? Like when they came back, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so like they, last week, I was saying like that. it was all yeah. all Romulans. It was it was just this one ship. It's just this one ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not like they redid it because you you were saying that yeah they were retconning something. Yeah, 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 no, they yeah they they definitely clarified this week that it was just this ship. There's something yeah. wrong with the assimilation in this ship, and they don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay. But I I think it's the Zatvash. They assimilated a Zatvash. And that's Ooh, what, and made the whole board go crazy. Yeah, and made that ship go nuts because they knew you the know secret. Yeah, the secret. they touched the creator. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. Touched the creator. Well, I'm referencing V'ger and mm. uh, the motion picture. There, I thought Sparky. you were referencing uh, Jason. In the bus in station? His, no. In his bus station. <laughs> he is not the creator. Well, I mean, technically, he is the creator. He can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, okay. You know what? Now you're just freaking me out. <laughs> that costs an extra nickel. <laughs> extra nickel. I don't have two nickels to rub together. Shout out to our uh, Quabble level Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> is that the nickel level Patreon? Yeah, just a few nickels your, our way, right? Yeah. So we can rub them together at the bus station. <laughs> at the bus station. <laughs> All right, so like I want to I, I want to like so the original series Balance of Terror, go watch that episode. I think that there's a lot of allusions to that episode in this one. For example, Kirk and the Romulan commander, who turns out to be the actor who ends up playing Sarek, uh, they face off. Yeah, there was a Romulans. there was a Romulan at the bar that looked a lot like Sarek. The the actor's dead. I know you the can't. actor's dead. That's okay. why I said looked a lot like Sarek instead of, was that the actor that did Sarek? That's actually what I, you were thinking, but you well, were Well, I didn't know if yourself. maybe he was, yeah, maybe he's a space juggalo now. I don't know. We have we seen a space no, juggalo? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't noticed no. a space juggalo since the second episode. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure we'll find one on uh, Free Cloud. <laughs> oh, Probably maybe a few. So Balance of Terror, Kirk and the Romulan commander don't communicate at all until the very end of the episode and it's a cat and mouse. The whole episode is a cat and mouse where they're like, they spend 10 hours trying to find the, the bird of prey that's cloaked that has been attacking outposts along the neutral zone. And so in this episode, Picard and the, the, the Romulan commander in, in this bird of prey don't communicate. There's just this, this battle that, that takes place. And it's that style of bird of prey that, Kirk faced off against in Balance of Terror. So there's a lot of good callbacks to that. Um, I was shocked that that's how they brought Seven of Nine in. So now the question is, what was Seven of Nine doing out there? Yeah, why was she in a White Star? <laughs> okay. It wasn't a White Star. Just, just slow your roll there, Fox. Really? Because it looked a lot <laughs> like to a bring fucking back White Star. Babylon 5. Okay. Look, if we're bringing back anything, it's going to be Firefly, not Babylon 5. <laughs> I'm just saying, good. it looked like a White Star. It did kind of maybe yeah, uh-huh. look like a white star. I don't, maybe she was crossing over. 
into Babylon 5. I don't fucking know. Maybe she found the alternate universe where Babylon 5 was real. Maybe Regardless. Babylon 5 takes place in the same. That's just weird, Rob. Universe. So I don't know. I don't know what. Like, so the question is, what is she doing out there? Why is she there? How does she play into all of this, especially as a former board? I'm sure they'll take an entire episode to tell us why. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are just going to piss all over these episodes from now on, aren't no, you? No, I'm just not. I really are. want these to be good. It's just so this fucking salty. episode. Just, oh, I'm, I don't want this episode to infect the others. Yeah. Uh, like Rob infects like others chlamydia. with chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rob and his chlamydia. This may be the weakest episode. It has been so far. I, I mean, well, you, got, you could try and make an argument more. that is not, but you'd be wrong. I think there were great. I think there were great moments in this episode. Seven of nine. The, the, they only join a hopeless cause. Uh, the beheading of a Romulan, former Romulan Senator. Um, I think all of those are great moments in this. You get to see Picard. But why bring swords? Try to be a father. Yeah. So I liked the, I liked Picard trying to, you know, warm up to a child and, and act like a father figure. That was refreshing. I mean, that, that shows growth in the character of Picard. That was kind of cool. Um, I liked the the interaction between Picard and the and the sisters. That was cool. Um, Picard is was always a, a blunt yet diplomatic type person, and it and it shows that that was true to his character because he wasn't much different, if any different at all, whenever he talked to the sisters. But he was still very forthright and and honest, even talking with Elnor as a child. Elnor said, you know, you hurt my feelings. I thought you were fond of me. And Picard was like, yes, I am fond of you. I like you. I just don't like children in general. Right. And then that hurt his feelings. Well, but then he said, yes, I don't like children in general, but I am fond of you. So don't have your feelings hurt. Right. But that, but that was just it. Before, he would just say he's not fond of children. Like, yes, I'm not fond of children. And leave it at that. No matter how hurt or disappointed they looked. And I don't know if part of that is he just wasn't a captain anymore and he, he didn't have to project being disconnected from the crew. Yeah, but he was still an admiral. I mean, he, yeah, but he, he doesn't still have, but he didn't have responsibility. A crew to be, well, sure, but he didn't have to be disconnected from a crew. Well, I mean, no, he did. Uh, Joffe was part of his crew or part of his retinue. She was reporting to him, but yet they, they formed a, a pretty uh, casual no, no, bond. Well, but they also formed, he formed that casual bond at the end of TNG. True. With the crew. And that, so. that goes to show more of his character development. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. No, I see what you're saying. I, I, I get it. I just, I don't know. I don't know if bagging on this episode, and I know you're not really bagging on it because you could be a lot more harsh than you, than you are. I just don't know if, if saying that this is the weakest up to this point is, it does it any favors. Because are there things you can be critical of? Yeah. I think we're all critical of the the whole Game of Thrones as romance between the, the brother and sister. I think we're critical of how they're really shoehorning in uh, this faux love story between uh, other so uh, other Dodge and, uh, you know, the Romulan Narek. spy, the Zod Bosch guy. Yeah, whatever his fucking name is. I'm not very fond of that character at all. The Romulan spy, Naren, Narish, Narek, Narek, 
He'll never get it right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. This <laughs> his new name. I just don't care for the character. The actor does a fine job of portraying the character the way the director and the writers obviously want him portrayed. I just don't care for it. I don't think that that is the way that the Romulans go about it ever. Especially when you are Tal Shiar on steroids. I just, it's not, it doesn't jive with me and I don't care for the character. And I'm really looking forward to other Dodge killing him. Because I don't, <laughs> Because I really think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think that's going to be the way this goes. I I think he's going to he's going to try really hard to get the information, and he'll inadvertently activate her. And yeah, yeah, I think he dies. Uh, I think he kills his sister, and then probably makes out with her right before she's dead. And then would fit. Yeah, yeah, and then um, other Dodge kills him. When she finds out what he is and what he's been trying to do. So, but will he be so, strumming a banjo as he kisses her while she dies? <laughs> so but no, I'm, but Picard might in the background. Okay. I'm thinking that he uh, he really does like fall in love with her or whatever. He gets all mixed feelings. Well, here's the about thing. It. Like this is I if you like this is how I see this playing out. She's the destroyer. Whatever the destroyer means, she's it. Right? So the 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 one Romulan crazy chick who tried to kill herself thinks that she's the destroyer. She is the fucking destroyer. Whatever that means to the Zadvash, whatever that means to the Romulans, she's it. She there's going to become there's going to come a point where other Dodge is going to have to choose to either be the destroyer or be something better. Or be something different. Maybe not better. Maybe different. And we still don't know the full backstory on this. Is she made from data? Yeah, maybe, possibly, could be. Sounds like it. But what else is she? There's obviously something else there. There was something special about Data that gave him sentience. There's something special about other Dodge and Dodge that gave them sentience. What is it? Yeah, we just so, don't know yet. Right. And so is that what the Zod Vosh is afraid of? Is that what makes her the destroyer? Or is it just a prophecy like the fucking stupid prophecy in Phantom Menace? Like, I, I, I don't know. But I feel like they're taking us down this road and it's going to be a predictable road. If I can be critical for a minute. Well, everybody knows my thoughts on prophecy and storytelling based on prophecy. Lazy storytelling. Yeah. And so, but that's what this is, right? So she, it's going to come to a point where she has to make the choice. And obviously she'll, because she's, if she truly is, uh, you know, the daughter of data, she will choose to not be the destroyer. Like no one's going to be shocked by that. Not anybody, not anybody at all and so she'll be she'll probably be around next season and her and picard will be off doing weird journeys together trying to find uh bruce maddox and lieutenant commander data or commander data now so i want to know who the other sense are i don't what do you mean who they are they're just they were literally a slave race created by starfleet that didn't have no 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 no, no. they're so narek is trying to seduce soji so that she can tell him where the other synths are, where the other ones like her are. What if? No, because he would know. But you seem to get a weird vibe from Hugh. I was going to say, what if the Borg are the ones that are helping Maddox? I can see synths? that. And so I think Hugh knows more than than he's let on. I think he's still using other Dodge uh, to his own ends. And it may be that he's pulling the strings between other Dodge and Maddox. He's the go-between. He's the middleman. If that's the case, 
if that's the case, it would be it would it would be consistent with the character Bruce Maddox, if that's the case. Because Bruce Maddox was a guy who was trying to bend Starfleet's rules and regulations at the beginning to fit his 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 goals, right? In measure of a man. He wanted to to force data to report for basically uh you know mad scientist experiments. Mm-hmm. And then it turned he turned from that guy into a guy who wanted nothing more than to understand and help data on his road to becoming what it meant to be human. Right? And right. so they were they became friends. And so in doing so, you would imagine that he would see data's loyalty sometimes to a fault and his willingness to follow orders and his willingness um, to want to be all that he can be in Starfleet, right? And be the best version of himself that he can be. And so he sees what Starfleet and probably according to Raffi, uh, the Romulans are going to do. And so maybe that's the case. Maybe he took off. Because of that, because he saw what they were doing. He didn't want to be a part of Starfleet anymore, kind of like what Picard did. Picard didn't want to be a part of Starfleet. It wasn't the Starfleet he remembered. It wasn't the Starfleet that he helped create. It wasn't the Starfleet that, that uh, you know, stood for truth, justice in the American way. And so maybe Maddox took off and he started uh, his own. I think he just took off because he couldn't do shit with uh, cyborgs anymore, <laughs> with AI. Well, that well, may like, be the case. Like creating too. sex robots? <laughs> well, that too. Real dolls. Is that what they're called? What do you think other Dodge is? Well. She's there to seduce Romulans. Not his sister. So I don't think he's really all that interested. True, true. So we've seen the book uh, Tragic Sense of Life again, and they highlighted it prominently again in the episode. Do you think uh, that's a clue to Rios's nature? No. No? He's just still reading it. He's a slow reader. Okay. So, so yeah. <laughs> I thought Discord died there. Like, no, uh, you'll, you'll have to forgive me. I'm not familiar with the book Tragic Sense of Life. Um, it's an existential philosophy by a Spanish novelist uh, back in 1912. Uh, it's basically his treatise on uh, what it means to be human, um, faith versus reason, and uh, basically, he's saying that we should all live life like Don Quixote, uh, full of passion so, and uh, uh, following, you know, following our heart. I so think. Did you know this before or did you look it up? I looked it up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, my God. Sure. I've, I'd never heard of the book before, um, before this episode. Based on your summary of the book and not having read it myself, that tracks with everything we have ever known about commander data. It, it was the search for what it means to be human. It was the search for, uh, you know, faith versus science. It was this, it was all of these things. Like he did his best to find his humanity and he always thought it was going to be found in an emotion chip. And at the end of the day, it wasn't, he found his humanity in trying to be human in trying to find what it meant to be human. That's where humanity lies is what does it mean to be man? What does it mean to be woman? That's where, that's where you will find 
what it means to be human is in the struggle to find what it is. The meaning of life is struggle and data struggled with that daily. That was, that was his whole thing. And so the, it makes sense then that that book is, is prominently uh, displayed in, in, in this series because it revolves around commander data and, you know, is life is being human procreation. Is that, was that what it means to, to be human? Well, that's certainly a part of it. Is it, is it emotions? That's certainly a part of it. Well, what is it? I mean, philosophers and theologians have debated what it is for millennia, and they will continue to do so. But for me, Commander Data's daily struggle with trying to find what it is for him to be human is where you find humanity. And so it makes, like I said, it just makes sense that that book's probably displayed. Does that have anything to do with Rios? No. I think it has to do with the overall premise of Commander Data. I don't know. I think it has to do with Rios. I think it's another clue that he's a hologram. He's, He's not, not a, hologram. a hologram. Jesus Christ. And fucking O is Zatvash. I don't understand where you come up with these <laughs> cockamamie fucking bullshit theories of yours. I just don't get it. Hugh is not a bad guy. Fucking uh, O, Commodore O is Zatvash, and Rios is not a fucking hologram. Okay. When Rios turns out to be a hologram, I expect an apology from both of y'all. Uh, I'll give you your apology. I don't know what that means, but he, I probably chlamydia. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you an apology if that happens, but if it doesn't happen, I expect the same apology from you. Okay, oh, I'll let you tell me I was wrong during <laughs> the show. And I want the I want music for it. I it want need, music. we need music <laughs> for Jason's right. wrong. The Jason's wrong music clip. I'll even let you pick out the music. Done Damn and done. straight, we will. Yeah, we, we, uh, Rob, you and I have to talk a little bit later. We will. Because <laughs> you know he's not a hologram. Okay. No, he's not a fucking hologram. Commodore mm -hmm. O is a goddamn Zotvash. Wait, wait. And, uh, Do we get two Jason wrong things if it is proved oh, that yeah. Commodore oh, or is Zotvash? Oh, no, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not banking on Commodore O be, not being a Zotvash. <laughs> I don't think she is, but there, it's a possibility that she absolutely is. So you're not 100%. Right. But you're like 100% you are, that Rios is 95% sure that Rios is a hologram. <laughs> so there, there is the uh, cutoff right there at 95 is when, is when he is willing to do um, Jason's wrong. Sorry. Right. All right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good. He's not a fucking hologram. <laughs> not a hologram. <laughs> Jesus. Although I, I will say his stogie wasn't lit this week and I was pretty sad. Well, that's okay. It was almost burnt all the way to the nub anyway, so. Yeah, it was. He was just chewing on the stub. Yep. All right. Uh, last question. Who in the fuck are the Fenris Rangers? We'll find out next week. Stay tuned. You think? I think yeah. uh, 7 and 9 point. is one of them. You think? No, she is. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. No, that's been, like, established. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, she, that wait, was nice was that of them to fucking at? tell us. Yeah. Where was that established at? Uh, interviews. Oh. She's part right, of the well, famous, oh, So Rob's strangers. working outside the lines. Yeah, uh, dude, I work outside the lines all the time. <laughs> is that how you got chlamydia? <laughs> no, no. Speaking of no. chlamydia, do you think Gerardi and Rios are going to be a thing? Well, how are they going to be a thing if Rios is a hologram, Jason? Uh, you know, the doctor <laughs> fucking dated people in Voyager. In fact, so he was, how does he that was work? down on a planet and had, you know a relationship thing going for the T 
10 minutes that he was gone off the ship, but the three or so years that she, that he was on the planet. I remember uh, that episode. Yeah. But he's <laughs> a hologram, it, Jason. You I can't have your cookies and eat them too. The fuck I can't. Well, no, you can. Yeah, no, you can. Cause then that's canon. I mean, even when they went into the future, uh, and they were back home. Uh, the EMH, uh, the doctor had a wife. Yeah, had, had like a wife. Wives. Yeah, yeah, right. It was like his Suck third it. wife. Yeah, I know that's can that's been established, but still, mm-hmm. no. But still, what? If she's well, he also says that the doctor's uh, Zotvash or something or shady shit. Wait, what? Who, who, what? What? Right. Rob just had a no. stroke. Didn't you say? <laughs> didn't you say that the it, aren't you under the impression that the doctor is uh oh yeah no the the yeah the blonde whatever her stupid name is yeah yeah, yeah she's absolutely zotvash okay i don't think she's yeah. zotvash so why would a zotvash get it on with a hologram he thinks that i don't oh okay he asked the question not me i didn't get a chance to answer because your chlamydia fucking infested brain <laughs> went off on some kind of tangent okay. about holograms not getting it on Okay, so what is your answer? Don't kink shame. No, she's Zod Vosh. She will kill him. Okay. So, so we basically we have the same answer, just from a different perspective. Yes, your perspective is chlamydia fucking clouded, and mine is not. No, mine's just outside the lines. (laughs) Jesus. Oh fuck, James. Yes, sir. Is this episode more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three? Look, man, it's got alien incest. It's got <laughs> it's got some kind of weird sock Borg tradition. Again, uh, both could be inside in eleven twenty two sixty three. So I didn't, yeah, but I didn't it, know but it wasn't. Borgs or socks. Yeah, I didn't either. And uh, the most important is it's got fucking seven of nine. Yes, uh, this episode, uh, absolute candor. Uh, is absolutely more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. <laughs> Excellent. Final thoughts. Uh, mm. What are the odds of Jerry Ryan taking her top off for this? Mm, I mean, they say, dropped another f bomb. I'm going to say less than five percent. Damn it! Wow, you're giving it that much. It's well, uh, less it's, than it's, five. It's CBS All Access. Chance. You know, they said so fuck you're a couple saying times. Saying there's a chance. There might be a small, infinitesimal chance. That was way off. Samsonite. What? Jesus. I dumb said, so you're saying there's a chance. That's a dumb and dumber line. And then, oh, Samsonite. I was way off. God damn it, Jason. Keep up. Are you, is your brain chlamydia infected? Uh, right. Fucking I Captain got Chlamydia got it. <sighs> Rob, you got a haiku for us? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. All right. This one is entitled, not entitled. Wow. This one is titled. This one's a millennial. (laughs) This one is titled Disappointed. Entitled Picard, Elnor Channels M. Bison, Where's the Damn Cat Suit? (laughs) Wow. Nicely done. Yeah, that one's good. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. I want my cat suit. Um, yeah, well, a millennial yeah. haiku. That's uh, yeah. that's pretty well done. Yeah, yeah it's kind of odd seeing her there, with uh, long hair and clothes. 
she had long hair in the show. It just yeah, was, it was always just tied all up, up in a bun. Yeah. yeah, it's still it odd always... to see her with long hair and clothes. Well, no, see, it's no, not when... because I've seen her in other shows, including NCIS on CBS. <laughs> yeah, so she had long long hair and clothes yeah. in that one. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, she has long hair in the uh, in a few of the episodes too. When like she's in the holiday, her and Chicote. I did go watch Voyager. Chicote. 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 Yeah, look, you're not missing much. I'm not a big fan of Voyager. I like DS9 a lot, especially the last few seasons. Uh, the where the Dominion they were at war with the Dominion, but yeah, Voyager was kind of meh. Nah. So when people are like Janeway was awesome and she's the best captain since Kirk, I just laugh at them. Yeah, no, she's not the best captain since Kirk. Catherine no. Hepburn in space is not the best captain since Kirk. There's coffee in that there nebula. <laughs> That's the best line she it. ever had. Yeah, they needed they needed uh, something in the nebula for the replicators, and so she wanted her damn coffee. Which, by the way, my coffee machine broke yesterday, and I haven't had coffee in two days. So the two of you can fuck off. <laughs> you had a diet coke today. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I need goddamn coffee, man. Oh, I need shit. to mainline that shit like right now. Why don't you just like put some into a filter and stick it in your uh, all I have cheek, are cake, like, all I have are K-cups. I don't know. Can you do that with a K-cup? Can I just cut it open, put it in a filter? No. And throw sure some water through it? No. Sure, why not? That's not yeah, how I didn't that think works. So. Yeah, I didn't think so. Can go to a fucking Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks and get some coffee, though. Okay, that would entail leaving my fucking house. Oh, that's right. And the corn might and get I you. Only, and I only, shut up. And I only do that when I go to smoke a cigar at a lounge. <laughs> who's got awards? Yep. Yep. All right, Rob, who's got your uh, Black Lung Award? This one's very loose, uh, but it's Rios chewing on a stogie and piloting the ship at the same time. Okay. James? I know it wasn't lit, but it was the only thing yeah look so i thought about going with that but um it wasn't lit like i made sure to to double look double check make sure it wasn't lit i was disappointed i was sad because chewing on a stogie if you've ever chewed on a stogie it's gross you don't chew your stogie you you smoke it like a gentleman uh so marge shot gets mine or whoever the fuck Doc Cottle. It's the black, whatever. It should be Marge shot. Camel unfiltered and really racist. So we're up to like four holograms so far, aren't we? Um, yes. yes. Are you keeping track of the holograms? I was just curious. Five if you count Rios. Why do <laughs> you need, what, what protocol emergency do you need? I'm just trying to figure out why, why he created this program. Yeah, the, the emergency hospitality. Yeah. What like it, it's basically R two D two in hologram form or not R two but C three PO yeah yeah so why so we've, yeah we've got we've got hospitality we've got medical we've got navigational and then was that uh was <laughs> the pilot. Was that pilot was that a no, pilot or a gunner no it was a gunner it was the weapon system I thought it was a pilot <laughs> emergency no weapon he said system. you fly I shoot yeah and then he started speaking in Spanish or some shit dude I think his weapons guy was drunk. Yeah, he programmed it to a, be fucking drunk. It's a drunk. It was amazing. See, that I was still l- think these are all different personalities of the same person. Him? No, no, no. Okay, no. Okay. I just think that he he created all of these holograms to help him do the shit, run the ship. Okay, and he got bored and decided to make them all weird, <laughs> right? And I love it. I love him for it. Okay. Uh, so mine's going to go to Rios for chewing on the cigar. 
James, who's got your uh, head lush? Uh, who gets it when there's nobody drinking? Because I don't remember. Oh, wasn't, wait, wait, wait. Who was drinking in this episode? It was uh, Other Dodge. Was it Other yeah, Dodge? Yeah, it was Narek yes. and Other Dodge. Yeah, I'll give it to Narek because he's going to get something. Okay. Rob? Yeah, that's it. I gave it to Narek for slinging back the Romulan Ale multiple times. Yep, that's who's getting it. In he, had like, he had like four shots. Well, that he had that scene. fucked never, up goddamn cup that you can't get anything out of. So you got to throw it, toss your you head back and give yourself a fucking whiplash. I've never can't seen Romulan line. Ale drank like that. You can't mainline Romulan Ale, man. Romulan Ale is supposed to be sipped. And that's how you sip it. Yeah, that's I don't know. But that, that cup or glass or whatever the fuck he was drinking out of had it's to have been annoying. It's Look, a future day sippy cup. I need, this is what I need. Okay, I need the people who make the fucking Kirk whiskey and the Picard wines. I need them to come out with the fucking Romulan ale. That's what I need. We gave you care. a recipe for yeah. it. Yeah, I know you did. Shut the fuck up. I, what I need from them is actual liquor that's green and thick and viscous. I'll never drink it. I don't give a shit what it tastes like. I just need you to do it and put it out in a commemorative bottle so that I can I have, have a Same green viscous liquor. It's called Jägermeister and it's gross. <laughs> I love Jägermeister. Gross. That's not green. Jägermeister is not green. Isn't it absent? What Jägermeister are you drinking? It's kind of greenish. <laughs> he's drinking. <laughs> he's drinking a, uh, a rotted one. It's, it's he's drinking spoiled. moldy fucking <laughs> moldy <laughs> Jägermeister. Moldy Jäger. It's gross. Mm. Maybe that's what Rob was drinking. How I got the chlamydia. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I had to get my penicillin somewhere. That's gross. Yeah, so Narek's getting mine. Uh, player award. Rob, who's got yours? Rizzo's getting it for trying to seduce her brother and kill him God all at the same time. Okay, James? Rizzo's getting it because she tried to kill her brother and seduce him at the same time. Okay, both of y'all are gross. I'm not giving my player award to a fucking <laughs> Cersei Lannister wannabe. Uh, mine's going to Narek for his stupid sock hop thing. Dude, oh, wait, 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 wait. We need to let's back up for just a second because in Game of Thrones, she was not the one that was that was uh, instigating that. Oh, the was, fuck she was, wasn't. Oh, not, yes, she at did. At the beginning, she was, but not, not at the end. At the end, it was no, all hell. The, no, the, so they went back and forth a lot. He would seduce her. She would seduce him. They did that Dude, back she, and forth all the fucking time. She told him to do it in front of her dead husband. She seduced her fucking nephew. Wait, who was her nephew? Can't remember his name, but she huh. needed she needed his help I or something. Watch that show so. again. Yeah, she, I, I I want to, but they they really fucked up the last couple seasons. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's it's fine. The last couple seasons aren't the greatest, but they're okay. It's over. Well, man. All right, whatever. All right, James, who's got your uh, purple hippo? Uh, River Tam. Okay. I, 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 you could give, I, you could probably give it to uh, seven to nine because she fell over. <laughs> well, but yeah. I, oh, yeah, but I'm going to give it to Rivertown. Rob? Uh, mine's going to the headless senator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine's going to Rivertown because I didn't think a headless senator, but yeah. That, that one's good. Well, I, I figured if if your life is going to flash before your eyes, it's going to be as you you know lose your head. 
Well, yeah, doesn't the human brain stay alive for a few seconds after? It does, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you can take the human, you can take that head and put a lot, shine a light through it and see what the last <laughs> image is. And see the last image. That's right. Yeah. I wonder if that works for Romulan physiology as well. I'm sure it, it does. I'm sure it does. I don't see why it well, wouldn't. Let's get Will Smith on the phone and find out. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So I do want to remind everybody about the Keanu Reeves day petition that we have on change.org. Uh, you can go out to smoking and drinking in uh, hit the link and then go out and sign that petition so that we can uh, show the world that we would like to uh, have a Keanu Reeves day on May 21st every year, starting in 2021. So go out, sign the, sign the petition and uh, let's get Keanu Reeves day a thing. You know, our, our uh, listeners aren't doing very well. We only have eight people that have signed Do it. Do they have chlamydia too? No. <laughs> they they only have eight people that have signed it. Maybe they that that's why. Their their vision's clouded by ocular chlamydia. Ocular chlamydia. How the fuck do you get ocular chlamydia? Oh, how do you get chlamydia in the throat? Rob. <laughs> I don't know. I never said I had chlamydia in the throat. No, we just oh, know no, it. Did. We, we heard we it. We just know it's true. Yeah, we well, heard it, man. You're gonna have to ask James how I got James, chlamydia. is there th- something you uh, want to say? I don't. I asked you how you got it. Why would I know? Like you're the one that said I got it. Mm. We heard it. This is a mystery we'll have to explore next week because that's all next we have week. for this week. <laughs> Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Podcrawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel, which is linked on our website at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, become a Patreon supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash status underscore podcast. They'll use another buster. Yep. And for this week, I'm Jason. I still want my damn cat suit. Will you please take more penicillin? Yes, sir. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week.